Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. That's 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the Best of the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. What up, Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Man, I hope you're having a great day. The Doug Gottlieb Show is broadcasting live from way, way, way up top of the uh, Caesars Superdome at Tubrute. Site of the national championship game. I'll be on the radio call, pre, post, halftime, whatever. You'll you'll be annoyed to hear my voice for the next basically 10 hours of the day, counting these two hours. Thanks so much to all the love 
Uh, I, I I ran into a couple guys. I listen to you every day. No, every day. No, every day. I was like, I, yeah, I, I talk every day. I, I do that. Anyway, it's, it's been really cool to be down here and to get out. And, and New Orleans is a, is a great city for the event. Is it, you know, I mean, I have both kidneys, so I'm kidding. I mean... <laughs> Everybody knows that urban urban legend tale of don't get too you know don't don't go out wandering after too many hurricanes, but no, I mean the food and the people are just absolutely wonderful. Uh, but I think the best part about it is New York and and New Orleans. Um, I think San Francisco's this way, DC to a certain extent, like walking cities, you know. Uh, like walking cities are great because you run into people, you interact with people. San Antonio, it's one of the reasons that San Antonio is such a good Final Four site. Like San Antonio, in terms of a great city, the airport, you don't have as many nonstops. New Orleans, same thing. Not as many nonstops as you need for an event of this magnitude. But you make it up because you interact with people. And that's always a good thing. And it's made even better and more important because we haven't interacted with enough people for such a long period of time because of, of COVID. Anyway, it's it, it's been great. On on Friday, on Friday, LeBron James tried his hands at an April Fool's joke. Now, we told you on Friday how much we hate April Fool's jokes, right? Just because April Fool's, it usually, you know, it plays on what I think is the hardest part of life, which is the fear. Fear. This one obviously didn't strike any sort of fear into anyone's heart, unless you're a hardcore Laker fan. Friday, LeBron James tweeted... I'm out for the season officially. See y'all in the fall. Well, he actually played that night with Anthony Davis. They played against the Orleans Pelicans, and they lost. He, he, he played well. He had a chance to win the game on a game-tying three, but he missed, and they lost. Then he doesn't play. Yesterday, they lose to the Denver Nuggets. So, it... it would appear after the San Antonio Spurs took down the Portland Trailblazers, it would appear that the Lakers are going to be on the outside looking into the playoffs, not just because they got to make up two games against the Spurs, but because they end their season. They play the Suns next. They still have another game with the Nuggets. They don't have, they didn't end the game with like a, Hey, we're going to play teams that are just dumping games. So, it 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 feels like on they're not just gonna be able to play us gonna be able to play in out of the playing game. Here's Anthony Davis talking about how tough the season has been. It's kind of been that year has been tough not being able to fully reach our you know potential as far as us three being on the floor and you know seeing what we really could be. But with that being said, we also have enough to win basketball games. Like you know even when he don't play or I don't play, as you've seen tonight, fall extremely hard. We were there. Let's say some coffee plays at the end, um, last four or five minutes that kind of cost us the game. But, you know, we continue to fight this way, you know, just give ourselves a chance and see what happens. So we'll, we'll see. They could still sneak their way in. And if they're healthy and they get in, I guess I guess they could be dangerous to the Suns in the first round, but they'd have to win two more games in order to get there. I would love to see that, right? I would love to see that. I don't agree with anybody who thinks like Anthony Davis. Everybody's out to wants us to lose. No, most people they want you in the playoffs. The NBA wants you in the play. The fact that the Lakers might not be in the playoffs, I completely agree. If you want to say, "Hey, we would absolutely be a playoff team 
if Anthony Davis was healthy all year, if LeBron James was healthy all year, if the rest of our team was relatively healthy. Who possibly could have seen all these injuries coming? Oh, that's right. Everybody! Because Anthony Davis is usually hurt once a year. He was hurt twice this year. Set your watch to it. We mentioned LeBron James, who's never been hurt until recently. Why? He's in his late 30s. Is some of it luck? Sure. Just the volume of games, and eventually you're going to be unlucky. That's happened with the ankle. But it's also the fact that things things last and they linger longer when you're in your late 30s. And that's exactly what happened. That thing lingered longer. Period. So, and then, you know, Kendrick Dunn's been out. Now, he's not one of the older players, but between the age and the injury history of some of these players, I think most everybody saw injuries as a definite possibility. The, the things that we told you when they signed this roster was how are they going to guard anybody? How does Russell Westbrook fit in with what they're doing? They don't have enough shooting. And, man, you got older pieces. It feels, and, and Anthony Davis, it feels like injuries are almost a lock. Jay Stu, if those were the concerns, how close do we get to the reality? Uh, yeah, about 90%, huh? Yes. 90? <laughs> 90? 90? That's 100%. 99%. Um, I'll give you 99%. Okay. Here's Kareem talking about LeBron James. I admire the things that he's done uh, that have uh, you know, gotten all of our attention. Sending a whole school to college, wow, that's, uh, that's amazing. His thoughtfulness and willingness to uh, back it up with his wallet, again, you know, you got to give him credit for that. You know, so I, you know, I'm not throwing stones. I just uh, wish he wouldn't, uh, some, you know, some of the things he's done, he, he should be embarrassed about. He's talking about the things regarding COVID, um, you know, where he, he, he tweeted out a meme that likened the common cold and the flu to COVID, which I agree with, and we excoriated him here for. Um, I just, I think it's interesting that so many LeBron sycophants have pivoted from, man, he's the greatest of all time. Look at what he's doing at 38. Jordan never would have done this to, let's just pretend like none of this happened and it's all because of injuries. Injuries without any question derailed this team from being a playoff team. They're a playoff team uh, without the injuries. The problem is with the age and injury likelihood to Anthony Davis, that could have been foreseen. And, and secondly, even with Anthony Davis and Russell Westbrook and LeBron James, they're still basically a 500 team when they're all healthy. It's not like they were killing teams and then all of a sudden Anthony Davis got hurt. Like, oh, that really derailed this season. They were disappointing. And now they're going to be out of the playoffs, it feels like. And Dollar Shave Club's six-blade razor brings noticeably smooth shaves with six stainless steel blades for swift hair removal and lubricating strip that keeps things smooth. Dollar Shave Club razors sold at dollarshaveclub.com or in stores. Yes, uh, John Ramos. Does a player like Anthony Davis, Doug, in your many years of playing and coaching and all that type of stuff, is that a guy who's just injury prone or do most tall guys 6'10", whatever, are they just bound to be injured on a consistent basis for most of their career? It's a great question. Basically, are, are big guys injury prone because they're so big, right? That's essentially your question? 
Yeah, I mean, um, I mean, it's Joel Embiid. He's been injured a lot, right? I mean, he's yes. also. Um, I mean, Larry Bird. Larry Bird was six six ten. He got he had the bone spurs, and he is he had the back injury as well. Uh, I mean, Kevin should we Durant just has had his share? Of yes, Durant, another one. I mean, should we just assume like we're? I know we're putting a lot of pressure or a lot of thought on Anthony Davis. Like, man, this guy's always hurt. Well, yeah, he's always hurt, and so are a lot of other big guys. Always hurt. Uh, I I would say the difference is twofold. One, that Anthony Davis is has been hurt at a much younger age than some guys. Not all. I mean, like obviously Bill Walton and some of the tr- traditional centers. Um, I, I I think where Anthony Davis gets the rightful criticism is the people in L.A. who have leaked out that he doesn't work nearly as hard in rehab or in the off season as LeBron does. I think that changes the injuries. Nor if if it's just a freak injury or a couple freak injuries, like what are you gonna do? But when you when you couple it with the fact that he has a reputation of not being a crazy hard worker in the offseason, I think the injuries injuries take on a different different feel and different narrative, sort of. Does that make sense? It does, yeah. I mean, like look, the the Lakers the season of the disaster. If you can't make the playoffs when they got ten teams, that's that's an abject disaster. Was it predictable? Like, yeah, we kind of predicted it would not be as good as we thought. Did we think it'd be this bad? No, nobody thought it would be this bad. Did they? Did anyone predict this? We we talk about about teams all the time that that. Uh, that n- no one thought we should be here, right? Isn't that, don't, do you love that? No one thought everybody's, and then when you look back, you're like, yeah, that's not really it. I mean, even Anthony Davis, everybody wanted us to lose. It's like, no, that's not true. Lots of people want Lakers to lose the individual game. They don't want them to lose so many games that they don't make the playoffs. They, everybody wants them in the playoffs. And then you want them to lose in the playoffs, right? If you're, if you're a Laker or a LeBron hater, you've you got to respect his talent. And the areas a year in which he's leading the league in scoring. By the way, I mean, that thing, you talk to anybody that figures it out, like, if you don't play every night, you're going to have more juice and more chance to lead the league in scoring. Like, I don't understand how you can be healthy enough to play on Friday, not healthy enough to play on Sunday. The only likely explanation is, yeah, you're really, really sore. And you didn't feel like you'd be able to put out nearly the numbers. And you're protecting that average. So you lead the league in scoring. That's that's what it is. It's not It's not sinister. I mean... I don't know if you guys remember, but when uh, David Robinson, you know, finished as a scoring leader, what, he scored 71 in the last game? Yes. Uh, what, what uh, Jason Stewart, go ahead. Uh, God bless him. Magic, Magic Johnson was on with Stephen A. today. Um, you know, Magic's great at a lot of things. He's a great guy. He's not great at TV. He um, he tried to convince us in, in one segment that this Lakers team um, could – could have been good if they had made a couple adjustments coaching-wise, playing time-wise. If you would ask Russell Westbrook like what worked for him in, in, in Washington and Houston uh, and maybe implemented on this team. Like, he was trying to convince us that the way this team is structured could have won or could win when I think your take at the beginning of the season was it's not going to work. And a lot of people seem to not think this was going to work. How could a legend like Magic Johnson think otherwise? I I think that Magic is in that inenviable position of being a Laker guy 
trying not to seem bitter towards Palinka, trying to be positive for for Jeannie. I wouldn't be surprised if he wants to get back there and get in the fold. Not because he really wants to do it, but just the way it ended was so bizarre. So bizarre. Remember, he just walked away from the team the day before all the team meetings. Like, nobody knew, and he called him called it right right before the end of the season. Um, so, I don't know. I mean, I've, I've never really taken into account anything Magic says on TV. <laughs> he's just... Exactly right. He's slightly better than he is on Twitter on television, and he's bad on Twitter. He's a great dude. He's an unbelievable player, but he's just, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't, I don't want to get into the root. I think likely he's trying to please too many people because he doesn't want to come out. as he ne- Magic never wants to come out as the bad guy because everybody likes Magic. That's it. Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. What up with you, Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. We'll get with Muncie Bolaños in a second, get an update on everything going on in sports, including likely a Tiger update. I'm just going to be honest with you. Like, I, I you know, we, we, we pick games for, for sports, you know, with the help of Bet Rivers. We, we give you the picks for college football, NFL. Obviously, we had a great season. Pretty good year this year picking college basketball and, and picking the NCAA tournament. Not perfect. Not close to perfect. I had Kentucky winning this thing, so I'm not going to act like I'm some guy that's smarter than everybody else. The more you know sometimes about sports, the, the worse you are in, in, in actual, actually handicapping games. Um, but did I, 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 I got one of the two outcomes right um, going back. Uh, and I had the halftime line for Kansas as well. So I could go back, and I was over 50-50 in terms of the picks, but... Still, I'm not going to sit here and act like I, I had some great... I had picked Duke to, to win the whole thing once K, uh, Kentucky was out. Felt like it was Duke's time. But I think the, the biggest miss that I'll have is what looks like it's going to happen in Augusta. If not, it'll happen eventually, which is... I thought Tiger would never play professional golf again. And I definitely didn't think he would play professional golf at the Masters this soon. But there's something interesting about what we saw Saturday night on the floor, which sits in front of me. It's probably, I wonder how far that court is from where I'm sitting. I'm going to go 100 yards, but at, uh, I'm at least 200 feet, it feels like, above it. I may be overestimating, but that's what it feels like. You know, 200 feet feels like, feels about right. Um there's something interesting. There's a parallel to that game and Tiger being back at Augusta. And and even like the Albert Pujols story, which there's a, there's a lot to like he's there's a DH now, universal DH, and he's back in St. Louis. And this is 22nd consecutive year in which he's on an opening day roster like that. That may be more of an indictment of St. Louis or of baseball that anybody can play that long. But then, of course, again, you think of Tom Brady and what his longevity, what he'd been able to do. But here's the thing. Um, college basketball needed the game Saturday night. It didn't rate as well as uh, it's not the highest rated game on cable ever. That was a couple years ago. I think what uh, four years ago when TBS had it, um, which is weird. But part of it is that TBS isn't in as many homes now as they were then. So once they calculate the out of home viewing, there'll likely be more viewers. Still, 16 million and change reportedly watched that game. Again, that, that number feels super, super low. But that's because it doesn't calculate out-of-home viewing. My guess is the number is far, far higher. Still, can you remember last year's Final Four? There's a question for you. Jason Stewart, you covered I don't want you to look it up. John Ramos, I don't want you to look it up. Any idea who played in last year's Final Four? Um, I know Baylor won. Okay. Period. <laughs> so the answer is no. Did they beat Gonzaga? 
They did. Okay. Who did Baylor get to to uh, to? Who did Baylor beat to get to Gonzaga? I got a bunch of shaking heads over here. <laughs> I don't blame you. It is not a traditional power from the last twenty five years. Twenty five years before that, it was a it was there was a stretch where there was a power. The University of Houston. Who'd Gonzaga beat in order to get to play Baylor? Need a clue. One of the greatest games I've ever seen. Ended on a 35-foot shot. Their campus is, I don't know, five miles from where you're sitting. Oh, of course. UCLA? Yeah. My point is that as good as that game was, it was a great game. The finals is not a particularly competitive game, and Baylor-Houston was not a great watch either. But And, and, and UCLA is a... Um, a traditional power, a historic name, but it's not Duke and Carolina. It's not Coach K's last game. And this is the first Final Four really since, I think, the pandemic relatively over, with the exception of, you know, like Roy Williams was like the only guy in the stands with a mask on. I don't know if that he's immunocompromised, if he's not vaccinated and he's cautious about it or what it is. But I would, I would think the arena would be like the last place in New Orleans that you'd really concern yourself for because there's plenty of other places in New Orleans that you'd definitely concern yourself for. But the point is, the sport needed it. I'm not blind to it. Like, I, just because I covered college basketball forever and I played and I love it, it doesn't mean I'm blind. Like, we never talk about it. Why? Because it doesn't resonate nearly as much as it used to. But you get a game like two nights ago, and you're like, you know what? I forgot how much I love college basketball. Same thing for golf. Like, lots of people love golf, but you only watch golf when Tiger's playing. You only remember the Masters when Tiger's playing. And then you think of all those shots and the things that he's done. And I, I, I mean, I, I don't necessarily know if it saves the sport, but it definitely helps the sport. I mean, it's a massive. And golf needs it. Because golf is in that post-Jordan malaise like the NBA was, where there's no Tiger. There's lots of great players and great stories. But most of America doesn't tune in to watch John Rahm play. They just don't. You know? They just don't. So I, I'm excited. I was wrong. I don't know if he's going to play. But I do think that I, I think he's going to. And when he does, it's a, an unbelievable shot in the arm to a sport that, if we're honest, we're honest, uh, needs a shot in the arm. And 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 look, here's the thing. Financial times aren't bad. They're actually great. But everything else being so expensive, it's it's weird, right? Like usually golf, you know, golf um, literally is a country club sport. It's so expensive. Enjoying so expensive. But like now, it's again, usually golf, golf clubs struggle when you go back to 2008 and golf clubs shut down or the membership dues were cut or initiation was cut. Like now it's like, look, it doesn't appear. Some of those, they haven't gone up. They don't appear to be that expensive. But because you're paying so much for gas, because your house is so much, because there's inflation across the board, now all of a sudden you're like, man, that's an excess I'm not really sure I need. And this summer, I would guess most people are going to travel because you haven't been able to travel for a couple of years. All right, we get some friends references. Speaking of friends, a friend of mine, Dan Dockage, I was on his show earlier today, so he'll pay back the favor. He's on my show. He played at Indiana, uh, and, of course, he coached at Indiana. And now, of course, he coaches America on what they should and shouldn't know in the world and in the world of sports. Uh, Double D joins us here on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Um, 
Dan, what, what's your biggest takeaway from Duke Carolina? How tough Carolina was, how tough Carolina and, and, and you know, just basically hanging in there. The game didn't go the, the way they wanted. You know, even the three-point play at the end of the half, which a lot of betters were happy about, a lot of betters weren't because it was a two-and-a-half-point difference. Uh, then they get down seven, and they just, you know, they hung in and did what they do and then, you know, got the ball to the right guy, and the right guy drilled the shot. But really, you, you got to be tough in those circumstances. I think sometimes, you and I talked about it on my show this morning, you know, it, like Brady Manick, man, he's he's not playing great. He's not involved on the backboard. He's not making all his shots. And all of a sudden, guess what? Whap, whap. Um, the layup down the lane that Roach made from, you know, I just thought both teams really were, were, were tough-minded guys. And, you know, Doug, you know this. You, you play in that environment, 70,000 people, North Carolina, Duke, everybody talking about how nervous the fan bases were and all that. Hey, these guys just came out and balled. And actually – uh, something you said on my show really stuck with me. I didn't quantify it until you said it, but both coaches just let the guys go, man. Let's go play and not worry about a bad shot or not worry about not taking a charge. Let's go ball, and the team that, that's going to be better is going to win. But I thought toughness was a really big deal in that game. I do, too. And, look, I don't know your feelings on Kay. Um, feelings, you know, positive or negative feelings aside, I don't really – Maybe it's me. I don't understand how suddenly it's it feels it's supposed to be like a failure because they lost in an no. unbelievable basketball game. Yeah. My feelings on Kerry, he's a great coach, man. He's he's the best adapter in the history, I think, of college basketball. He adapted, you know, the Bob Knight style, and then he decided, well, we're going to go different. Then we're going to go one and one. We're going to shoot it a lot. I mean, I thought he's the best adapter, and you can make the argument however you want that he's the best coach ever, but that's always up for debate, but I don't think anybody adapted. And, you know, again, I, I went and did a little research. I don't do a ton of research, but my school, Indiana, we think we're a great basketball program. We've been to eight Final Fours in our history. History. Now, the Final Four started 1939. So, you know, if you really, if you go past 1940, when we won the national championship, you got seven Final Fours since 1940. Now, damn, that's 80 years. And to lose in the Final Four, Final Four is a great year. I mean, say whatever you want, but there's a lot of money going into a lot of programs, a lot of great coaches out there that are trying really hard, and you're one of the Final Four teams. He lost. He got beat. All right? Yep. That is not a disappointment, man. That is a – they won the ACC regular season championship. They get to the Final Four. I don't care. That's one hell of an accomplishment for those guys in that team. And I think Coach K is is great. And I think college basketball is going to miss him. I wish I wish he would and, and other Hall of Fame coaches would have provided more leadership like the guys in front of them in getting the sport, you know, in a better direction. But, hey, that's that's off the court, on the court. Nobody better. It's Doug Gottlieb's show here on Fox Sports Radio. Dan Dockich is uh, is our guest. Uh, okay, so let's let's get to tonight. You you you've been the player, but you've also been the coach, and you've been the assistant coach. How does Carolina? I I know the magnitude of the game automatically gets mm-hmm. guys up. I, I don't. I mean, you know, it's like there's something wrong for you, wrong with you if you're not up. But in terms of maintaining that level of energy, in terms of uh, of, of fatigue, which you can be as tough as you want. Sometimes you go to that well and there's nothing there. Is Carolina going to have it in the tank for tonight, considering the magnitude of the game, 
the way the pace of that game was crazy, the shot making was crazy, the emotions, and then the fact Hubert Davis didn't sub until Armando Baycott went down. Like they, he didn't sub at all in the second half. He just that's my my team is on the floor and just let him go. It was awesome if you're one of those guys, right? You just play through mistakes and play with no fear or whatever. But there's another game to be played. How hard is it to get that 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 team to get at that magic level and maintain it when fatigue is an obvious issue? Yeah, I think this this is one of those games that I would give into that. I, I would say, man, you know what, Doug? The stakes were so high, and, and look, I think what people sometimes fail to forget when we look at it from you know you're in New Orleans now, I'm in Indianapolis, you know you might be in L.A., but those guys are right there. They live North Carolina Duke. Every day, I went there uh, the day of the first North Carolina Duke game, and my wife and I we went and had a beer at the Four Corners, and we went in the gift shops and all that stuff, and just were hanging out on Franklin Street. And it's evident, like you live this every day. So now all of a sudden, you're in the Final Four, where look, every day we're going to hear it. Every day, win or lose, hey, now you've won it if you're Carolina, and this is the greatest of all time. But you lost it if you're Duke, and that weighs on you. People can say whatever they want, but when it's all the time and it's the biggest, that weighs on you. Now you win it, you got to come back, and oh, by the way, you got to play a team that's probably better than you. I think, I think I'm going to be really curious about it. I don't think there's anything in North Carolina's makeup that has shown me any given to anything. You know, even in the game, you know, at North Car- or at Duke, when you had all of those guys there, all that, man, North Carolina came out and just balled. But I do think this human nature is going to dictate, like, Doug, you, you're there, man, and you look like you're there, and you're as there to the outside people as everybody was the previous game against Duke. But there's just a little something off maybe internally where you're comfortable, you're satisfied, or whatever it is. And that is human nature, and that is really, really tough. And I think if Duke is going to – excuse me, if North Carolina is going to win this game, it will be the greatest weekend in North Carolina basketball history because of what they were able to do to North Carolina – excuse me, to Duke and to Coach K, but also because of how they would have bounced back to win a national championship after such emotion. I think that really plays yeah. into this, and I think it plays into it a lot. Yeah, there's a little, there's a little of uh, USA Hockey 1980 to it, right? That was in the, that was the semifinal, right. or, 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 or Duke beating UNLV back in, uh, in '91 when they had to beat Kansas to, to win the title. We'll see if, if Carolina, uh, if, if Carolina can do it. Uh, who do you think wins? I think Kansas wins. I, I think that man, you got to, you know, I, I think if Love scores 22 or more, 21 or more, I think that, that they're going to win, but I don't think he will. I think he's going to have an off-shooting night. I think they have the guard play, the quickness of guard to get under these guys, to go over every screen, to make uh, Love and Davis and the rest a little uncomfortable. So I think I think Kansas wins, but Doug, i got to tell you, man, I, if you're going to tell me North Carolina wins, I'd probably say, yeah, you're probably right. I, I think a little bit depends on Baycott. I think Baycott's overall health. I think, you know, if he's healthy, you know, and I mean healthy, you know, you know what I'm talking about. I mean, if he's if he's right, if he's if he can go mm-hmm. get rebounds in traffic, I think Manic is going to have to rebound. I think he's going to have to get in. He didn't rebound much in the in the game the other night, but I think he's going to have to in this instance. But I like Kansas. I just think they're playing at such a crazy high level, and McCormick's been terrific. And one of the things I like about 
what Kansas is doing. You know, McCormick had 25, but they don't feature McCormick. They just run their stuff, do their thing, and there goes McCormick posting up, and if they get it to him, they get it to him. And um, I like that. I think that's important in this game. Uh, so I, I'm going to take Kansas. Double D, we miss you down here. Appreciate you joining us, and we'll uh, I'll talk to you soon. Thanks so much for popping on. Doug, you were awesome this morning. Thanks. Thanks for having me. See you guys. All right, uh, Dan, Dan Dockett's joining us from his OutKick show, longtime uh, college basketball coach, player, analyst, uh, etc. Check out the latest lines in World of Sports at Bet River Sportsbook. Bet Rivers is the trusted name in online sports betting. You got to be 21. President in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Pennsylvania to play. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. How big a deal is it that Ben Simmons won't be ready for the play in tournament? I'll tell you next. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER.
up, America? Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're having a wonderful, wonderful day getting ready for the national championship, which, oh, hey, that's where I am. I'm actually inside the dome, high atop the dome. Like, I'm in a, if you're not comfortable with heights, you don't want to be where I am. I'm in the press box. Uh, where I'll get a chance to be part of the broadcast, the radio broadcast uh, of the of the Final Four, where you have a, a one seed in North Carolina taking on an excuse me a one seed in Kansas taking on an eight seed in North Carolina, and it should be awesome. It should be awesome. This this um like look, there's some negatives to the Superdome. It's not it's not the the newer domes are far better for watching basketball games and even and like there's no great place to have a 70,000 seat uh, 70,000 people watch a basketball game but the newer domes are better that said there is some history in this particular building and uh, we had no issues with it you know going back a couple nights ago like there's internet stinks sight lines aren't great but it doesn't matter on tv it looks amazing and the game was well, spectacular, at least the, the second game was spectacular going back to two nights ago. Check out the latest lines of World of Sports at Bet Rivers Sportsbook. Bet Rivers is the most trusted name in online sports betting. You must be 21. Present in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, and Pennsylvania. Play gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Uh, you know, it, this is the part that gets really, really difficult, okay? Is having kind of a national perspective. And I know, like, for example, today... Um, you know, we're on Orlando today and what we do generally is we, we can't do a, like a localized coverage of whatever's going on in Orlando or whatever's going on in, in Tucson, whatever's going on in Vegas and some of our, our, our bigger markets, whatever's going on nationally. As you listen to us on Sirius XM, if you're listening to us on the iHeart radio app, we try and give you kind of the national perspective. But when you're at an event for five days, I've been here since, uh, Thursday morning, so Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. So five days, right? Yeah, we have played five days. And also, New Orleans is, um, and the Final Four, it kind of sucks up all of your time and your energy, right? You you stay out a little bit longer, you eat, and, and you hang out and talk a little bit longer. Plus, you know, you're, this is a basketball convention for the college basketball coaches. You don't necessarily have conversations like the rest of the world is having. You know, is Tiger Woods going to play the Masters? Sure seems that way. Is LeBron James going to miss the playoffs? Sure seems that way. Um, no one, by the way, here believes that Bruce Arians retired for any other reason than Tom Brady didn't want him to coach him anywhere. Where that, that's I have talked to at least 100 different people that are basketball people that are like, you know what story I don't believe? Right. So anyway. I guess that that's my question to you, Jay Stu. Like, if I go, hey, this is a gigantic game, I don't know if if, if Kansas taking on North Carolina is is as big. I'm mean, obviously if it was Duke Kansas, it would be bigger. And we're we're a day and a half, two days removed from North Carolina taking down Duke. Am I am I wrong that that's still the the big lead story? Like, I kind of struggle with that this morning. And I think you're too close to it. Uh, personally, from yeah. my perspective, yeah. you are yeah. you're at New Orleans. You're at the site of the game tonight. Uh, not many national hosts could could claim that, and you know the game in and out. So to me, well, I, it's interesting I, 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 to you, and that. it's interesting I'm, to me. I'm, okay, it's interesting to you. All right. So, what part of the Duke Carolina game is it? What what part of that resonates? 
Oh man, I, I guess I, it's that it's it's Shashevsky's last game. It's the rivalry. It's Hubert Davis taking him down. Uh, let, let's here's Coach K talking about the game. This game in perspective, since it's never been played before until tonight. Well, I think it reached the level of that you would expect. You know, those kids from both teams played their hearts out. Uh, I mean, the crowd was standing most of the game. I think it, it, it was a heck of a game. And a little bit is disjointed, which games like that can be. But uh, I, I, I think it met up to that level. I completely agree with that. So just so you know, so when the game is taking place, and, and Jay Stu, you've been to the Superdome, right? I, mean, I have never been there. Here. Not once. Really? Okay. Um, so, again, like I can give you the perfect perspective because I'm actually looking down at the place. So domes won't be built. I've never be built. This is kind of the classic – you know, 70s stadium, for example, where there's a lot more seats in the upper bowl than there ever will be again, right? Um, internet can be a little bit shoddy, right? Can be in and out. And um, and and, and all, the upper bowl, though, though far away from the court, is fairly steep in terms of its pitch, right? Then the next section down, like I think that's the club level, the 300 level, is actually, there's a decent size to it. It's not as at steep as steep pitch, and it's slightly close to the court, but not that much. Not that much. And then there is a gigantic amount of temporary court seating. So I had a really good kind of bird's eye view of everything taking place. The first part that Kay's talking about is true. People stood most of the entire game. It was, you know, and sometimes you know these games or events or, or boxing matches. A lot of times the ending makes the game seem better. I think that's how we kind of feel about the Super Bowl. Like, this Super Bowl this year wasn't a great Super Bowl, but the end of the Super Bowl is pretty damn outstanding, wasn't it? And we've had other Super Bowls like that. You go back when the Patriots beat the Panthers. Uh, Unbelievable ending, kind of a boring game. When the Patriots beat the Rams, unbelievable ending, kind of boring game. This, I thought, was a pretty darn exciting game. You know, it was like a, a boxing match where they ring the bell and they just start landing haymakers against one another. And there were some fouls. It was kind of tightly officiated early on. I think the general philosophy must have been from the officials. Hey, if we call it tight early, we can let them play late and they'll just run up and down, which is actually what took place. There were still some fouls called late in the game, a couple of suspect ones, but nothing so egregious that you're like, oh, this team got screwed, robbed, whatever. Um, so what, what, where we're sitting is obviously real high. You got a bird's eye view on everybody, but you can also, because of the angle, you can see it directly across the other upper level. And you're watching those people kind of stand up the entire time. And, and the game did deliver. I mean, there was, it was haymaker after haymaker in terms of shot after shot after shot. I mean, there was a couple of Brady Manic shots that he didn't even seem to have the basketball long enough to be able to get it up. And he gets it in. Paolo Boncaro, who could be the number one overall pick, was outstanding. And you almost feel like Duke, as much as they went to him, could have gone to him even more. It, it was a, a thrilling, thrilling game. Here's Coach K talking about how blessed he feels to be have been in the arena. I've been blessed to be in the arena. And when you're in the arena, you're either going to come out feeling great or you're going to feel agony. But you always will feel great about being in the arena. And... I'm sure that that's the thing when I'll look back that I'll miss. I won't be in the arena anymore. But damn, I was in the arena for a long time. And these kids, 
you know, made my last time in the arena uh, an amazing one. Here's Coach K and the emotions of the loss and stepping away. When you have three daughters, ten grandchildren, and you've been through quite a bit, you're used to taking care of the emotions of the people you love and that you're responsible for. And that's where I'm at. And uh, I'm sure at some time I'll deal with this you know, in my own way. But uh, for right now, we need to deal with it with our family. So uh, I think what happens is that we've become an all or nothing society. And we think that that the only way in which you solidify yourself as having a great season in a place like Duke is to win it and end it in storybook fashion. Why do we use storybook fashion, meaning it has to end in a win? Has, has anybody ever asked you to ask yourself that? Like a storybook shouldn't always end up like our fa- the favorite movie you have. I'm guessing many of them don't have the Hollywood ending. At least mine don't. You know, I mean, I, I don't necessarily want Legends of the Fall. You guys ever seen Legends of the Fall? Legends of the Fall. It's a 20 year old movie, right? With Brad Pitt, like in his prime. And Legends of Hope, basically they call it Everybody Dies. Because at the end, like Brad Pitt wrestling a bear, how do you think that one worked out at the end? But it's still a storybook. And the the part of Duke, which I believe, I, I could be wrong, I don't have Krzyzewski on the show today. It'll probably be a long time till we can get him on the show. But but the the, the point is that if you were to ask Somebody like, what is Duke basketball truly about? I don't necessarily think it would be about having to win titles in order to solidify the significance within the sport. It's just simply to have been at this level, to be a consistent Final Four team, to have a team that plays with, give everything they possibly have. You're not going to win every game. You're not going to win every championship. It does not work that way. I'm yet to see it. Heck, I mean, like, we do this all the time in sports. The best Patriots team didn't win a Super Bowl. The best Patriots team lost to the Giants. That team was thoroughly and completely dominant. They won all 16 regular season games. They lost in the Super Bowl. It happens. It's going to happen. You know? And, And I understand that you say you lose a game of that magnitude, and that's what you really measure yourself up on. You don't measure yourself against... You know, how you played against Elon going back into November. No argument here. But I've I've seen and heard things about either the players or the coach not doing as good a job as they could, letting somebody else down, and, and, and somehow that making that season a failure, like, that's laughable. It's actually kind of offensive. You know, I'm and and please don't get me wrong. I understand we keep score. We give away trophies to signify who won the game. And they deserve the glory, the respect, the championship, the the ticker tape, the the uh, what do they have for the confetti that that falls? They they absolutely deserve all that. But let's not act like because a team loses in an unbelievable game, like somehow they're losers. You can lose and not be a loser. You can win and not be a winner. I just enjoyed the game. I got everything that I thought I would get out of Duke, right? 
The dudes just play hard. They play free. They get up and they get after it. You wonder if they're going to get calls. And for for a time, it didn't feel like they did. That was a game which you can't say definitively, boy, Duke got calls. Fairly evenly officiated basketball game, and North Carolina made a couple more shots, made a couple more plays. And maybe, yeah, Hewitt made, I guess, a couple more adjustments to what they were doing. There was one in particular that I can point out later. But I was I walked away fulfilled. I walked away going, that was a hell of a game. Yeah, Carolina won. I I I think it's it's really a fan thing and and like a nasty fan thing to act like somehow that makes Duke some inferior story to the one that we that that we would have had had they won a championship. Would it have been incredible if they won a championship in his last year? Sure. Did I think that was gonna happen? I did. But something funny had the way happened on the way to six wins. Win number five was against their arch rival, a team that had gone from not even competitive the first time these two teams matched up to Hubert Davis's Tar Heel team ended Mike Shashevsky's career at Cameron Indoor Stadium with the loss and then ended his career with the loss at the Final Four. That is the stuff of absolute legend. He deserves credit and so do those so do those players. <laughs> but it's not like the Duke team laid down. It's not like they were selfish. It's not like there wasn't effort there. It's not like there wasn't guys given literally everything they had. They just got beat. They just got beat. And and if you think your words or the Mike Krzyzewski burial site, you know, if you think like that should have an effect on how we look at the dynasty that was Duke basketball, just kind of a sad snapshot of where you are mentally and emotionally. But what what a game it was. Holy hell. Like, that was one of those, man, run that sucker back if you can. Because it was unbelievable. Dollar Shave Club has six blade razors. Noticeably, brings a noticeably smoother shaves with uh, six stainless steel blades for swift hair removal and lubricating strip that keeps things smooth. Dollar Shave Club razors are sold at dollarshaveclub.com or in stores. Will he? Could he? It feels like he will. You want to talk about back from the dead. Eldrick Tiger Woods. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts i'm saleha mosin and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.